Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Subscribe on iTunes at Toddcast Podcast. There he is. Good to see you, buddy. How are you doing? Good, 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 good. How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah really good. Uh, uh, you know, I was kind of getting things ready, and I'm, I'm like thinking, like, how long have we known each other, man? It's got to be a good 15 years, eh? Yeah, definitely. Since I don't even remember, actually. But yeah, since like. I mean, I'm into my eighth year podcasting. And then, of course, Some, you knew me well into Sea Fox years. So it's got to yeah. be fifteen, man. It's got to be fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So, how's how's uh, how's your world? Uh, have you and the the family managed to, you know, evade COVID? It's it's kind of like a giant game of dodgeball at this point, isn't it? Yeah, we've done well at that. You know, yeah, luck, I guess, so far. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. man. Because we managed to we managed to grab it over the Christmas break, eh? Oh wow. How was Again, that? It wasn't that bad, honestly. I mean, my wife was pretty bad. She was probably in bed for about 60 hours, delirious wow. in conversation, you know, hot sweats, cold chills, that kind of thing, right? But wow. uh, for me, it just kind of felt like like teenage uh, growing pains, man. Like I was so sore to the point I couldn't sleep on my side. I had to sleep on my back. Wow. Well, only That's for a great. few days. Like I've been more sick from just the common cold or like the flu. So we kind of breezed okay. through it. Our kids were like, you know, fever for like one day. <laughs> the next day they're fine. <laughs> yeah kids got it good oh yeah um, kids yeah i remember when i had i had swine flu in i don't remember the year but when it was running rampant in like la and stuff i had it when i was down there and and it was you know a similar kind of sore similar kind of sickness where you just you know sarah couldn't even touch my arms or my back or anything because i was so sore right and how, how's it been working like during the pandemic, like creating music, recording? Of course, now you're starting to play some shows and stuff. It's not a major, there's probably been some changes, hey? A little bit. Not too much, though. Not, not as much as you'd think. Like, for me, anyway, I guess the timing is just, I've been lucky with that so far. So it's been, you know, just moving forward, same as I would have, you know, if COVID wasn't around. Um, because I haven't been playing live much. I've just been recording and putting out content so so it hasn't really affected that too much but right. um but it's starting to now because we're starting to book shows for next year and uh all these rollovers and cancellations and things like that are kind of getting in the way a little bit so yeah and I was, i'm starting to see some very exciting things out of the kyle mckerney camp man yeah so tell us cool. about the the alberta country music awards you're up for nomination in my opinion uh, certainly one of the key categories. Yeah, thanks. It's uh, Roots Artist of the Year. So that that's a really cool honor to be nominated, just to be recognized and kind of, you know, accepted into the into the Alberta club, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. Um, it feels really cool. It's, uh, it's new still, you know, and it's kind of, um, I haven't been around that long doing this, so it feels really good to be um, accepted, you know. Yeah, totally. It, you know, like you say, it's kind of fairly new for you. I, I followed your career, I, I think, almost from the start. And, yeah. uh, you know, I've seen you command each genre that you've done from rock to pop 
now to Americana, which I think we talked last time. I'd said, you know, this kind of feels like it's your wheelhouse, dude. Yeah, it definitely does. I like it a lot. It's uh, it's just where I come from, you know. Um, yeah. My played, and they were they were all about the bluegrass and country, and I just grew up running around listening to that all the time, and and playing it with them and with my dad. So yeah, it's definitely definitely in the genes, in the blood for sure. Yeah, we talked about that last time. Maybe for the people that didn't hear it the last time, but maybe share some of the music that was in your house, like as a kid. What are you growing up around? Yeah, they loved um, they loved Johnny Cash. So there was a lot of Johnny Cash, and there was a lot of like Jim and Jesse. They're uh, you know brothers who are a bluegrass duo, and the Osborne brothers, um, the old ones, not the new ones. The old ones were like <laughs> yes. a bluegrass uh, you know group as well. Yeah, and then a lot of you know Waylon and George Jones and Merle Haggard, classic country, and and uh, and yeah, and, and those bluegrass bands and and acts. Allison Krauss, I listen to a lot of that. And oh, have you heard that new uh, Allison yeah, Krauss the, uh, Robert Plant record? It's good, man. It's cool. I like. Yeah, it's neat. It's neat yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, it's they're pretty just, cool. Else, and, you know. And what was your first concert? I think I asked you last time. I can't remember though. My first concert ever was Brian Adams in Grand Prairie. I'm in Grand Prairie right now, actually. Oh. Uh, Brian Adams in Grand Prairie. My cousin Jade took me to the concert. I was like 12, I think. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it was great. It was amazing. And I was just like, you know, I want to do that. <laughs> well, hell yeah. Did I ever tell you that I played uh, Summer of 69 with Brian Adams at the Prince George Multiplex? <laughs> Did you? Yeah, man. So like midpoint, maybe like three quarters of the way through a show, he was like, Hey, we like to get people up from the audience, play some instruments and sing along and blah, blah, blah. Anybody want to play? And I'm literally, dude, I'm at the back of the, uh, of the multiplex, a huge arena, like 8,000, 10,000 people or whatever. Right. And my girlfriend at the time, she, you know, I was playing a lot of drums at the time and she's like, elbow, like, put your hand up. I'm like, Oh, he's never going to see me. Just put yeah. your hand up. I'm ah, fine. Whatever. I put my hand up tall guy in the back spotlight right on me. So I'm Holy crap. Walk <laughs> up the guy. The drummer hands me a stick. He's like, can you play? I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm a hack in comparison to you. But yeah, I can, I'll get by. He goes, it's summer of 69. I'm like, oh, fuck that I can do. And yeah. uh, dude, it was so like the first time I hit that kick, you know, yeah. and just in a in an arena, man. It was yeah, it was amazing, man. That was special. But yeah. Sure. That's, that's a great story. <laughs> you know, well, dude, yeah, it's, I mean, that's the Coles notes. But I mean, at the time I was working at the rock station in Prince George. So we played oh, a yeah. ton of Brian Adams and like, you know, people talked about that for months, man, probably years. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Hey, give us uh, give us three albums that you would need if you're stuck on a deserted island. Three albums, hey? Interesting. I'd probably take Zeppelin 4, for sure. Yeah. I love that. That's, I think that's Interesting of- that you picked that, because there's a lot of people that don't cite that as the best Zepp record. Like, a lot of people I- go, like, one or two. And yeah. I personally, I'm, I'm with you, man. Four is like, you know, how could you, it's rock and roll, black dog, stairway to heaven, misty yeah. mountain hop. Like, yeah. 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 California. It's like, a, it's, I think it was, I don't know, just kind of the peak of the brilliance of that band. I love yeah. that record. And I'd probably take maybe rubber soul, the Beatles record. Beatles, you know, that my, my first born was, uh, James was born to uh, Rubber Soul. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, man. Uh, specifically, uh, only only sleeping. Yeah, that's, that's a good. When, that's when he. That's when he arrived in the world. That's amazing. I know, dude. I love that record because of that. Yeah, I like that one. And then uh, you said three. Three, yep. Yeah, I'd take that one. And then I'd probably take like maybe a Sabbath record or hmm. I'd have to think about my third because you know, I'd want a mix of like I'd want some I'd probably take actually I'd probably take uh the Chris Stapleton volumes uh one and two from a room. Oh Those yeah, are, okay. I, I thought you were gonna go all classics, but uh Chris Stapleton is a great choice, man. Yeah, that would get me by for sure. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, he you and uh you and him would be a great tour. You work that out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah, dude, <laughs> anytime. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. All right, Kyle, let's get outside of music, uh, you know, recording in the studio and everything you're known for. What have you and Sarah been uh, binge watching lately? Oh, we just did The Witcher. We did uh yeah, great series. We love our shows. Like that's that's something that Sarah and I have always done together is kind of binge watch binge watch shows. And The Witcher was really good, kind of dark but really cool. Um Wheel of Time, Yellowstone. Wheel of Time, never heard of it. Yellowstone's yeah, great too. Yeah, Yellowstone's good. The Wheel of Time one is a it's another fantasy one that's kind of it's it's the Robert Jordan books. So Robert Jordan okay. wrote the Wheel of Time series, and it was a very big, um, kind of a ten book epic, and it's really cool, really imaginative, really brilliant stuff. Um, but we love, yeah, Yellowstone, and then the spinoff, uh, eighteen eighty three. We've been watching that, and it's been really cool. Yeah, yeah. You get into the uh, the superhero movies, uh, Batman yeah, we, and X Men, and all that. We saw the new Spider Man. Thought it was pretty cool. Pretty you know? solid, right? Yeah. yeah Dude, I saw it neat. in a theater. Have you ever been in a theater where like you're looking straight on and that's obviously the regular screen, but then on the sides, it also plays some nope. shit on the sides. Like we saw it in a theater like that. And dude, it was so amazing, man. I'm no pun intended. I've never seen a movie like that. <laughs> like it wasn't that's the whole, it wasn't always like that, but like say when it was like on rooftops and stuff, it would go from regular screen to boom so suddenly you can see like the peripheral all around you as well man it was scare me even the 3d glasses i can't do heights <laughs> <laughs> 3D. did you see it in 3d yeah it was cool it was scary though yeah yeah what, which superpower would you want to have oh wow that's a tough one i think hmm like controlling things with my mind would be pretty sweet like a professor x from x-men yeah or invisibility would be cool yeah you know? that you, would be you could do some you could do some devious shit with invisibility <laughs> i went good deeds you went devious <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> well that shows our minds right hey what's the worst job you've ever had i mean I, all i've known you as a musician but w w what's the worst job you've ever had um probably roofing like i was a um i was a bucket guy on a hot tar crew oh yeah i would fill up you know buckets with hot tar and pack them to the to the squeegee guys and uh and we would do rooftops on complexes so we'd be really high up and taking ricky elevators rickety elevators up the side of the building and 
just blazing heat. And, yeah, yeah, pack, yeah. Yeah, I have scars on my arms from the burns. And oh god, yeah, hardcore. Yeah, yeah. What 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 are you into for sports, dude? Like, uh, are you a big fan of uh, the the Flames, uh, the Oilers? I like I like I've always liked the Oilers. Um, don't tell anyone that, <laughs> but I'll let that out. <laughs> yeah, I like to be I like to be supportive of um, you know of our teams and and of our city. So we we go to Flames games sometimes. And yeah, I just Battle Dome. I like seeing concerts in there. I have Chris Stapleton tickets actually when he comes in May. Oh, cool. um, yeah, but not a huge like you know. I can't name the players anymore. I used to be able to. I, oh, I same way, man. And that's unfortunate for for me. Like that's the way I used to be. But now my kids are like that, and they're yeah, like right. showing me pictures. Like who's this again? I can't. I'm like, oh. you know, if you showed me like '90s players, I could tell you. But today, totally. like, yeah, don't have the brain capacity for it now. Big Vancouver fan, like a Canucks fan, when you know Bray and Linden and the Sedins were on the team, and yeah, they were. New York for the cup. And that was, that was a cool era of hockey. I really liked that. Yeah. You a gambler? You're a bet on sports. <laughs> I, uh, no, I've never bet on sports. No, never on sports, but I, uh, you know, I've been in the casino once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It feels like there's a story there, but we'll move on. Uh, Kyle, share a near death story with us. You know, story. Like one oh, time sure. I was, and I was crushing it at the blackjack table and there was these guys beside me and, and we got to talking and, and hanging out. And then we ended up going back to their place for an after, after party after the casino. And he was telling me about this business that he had, that he was, he was, uh, he was doing there. And he was the guy who invented the, um, the knockout it's called. And so basically it's a beer bong and. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know that beer bong with a uh with i think it has a bowl on the top of it as well so you 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 fill up the bong with smoke and then you inhale it and you shotgun a beer with the smoke still in your lungs or something like that i mean we didn't try it or anything no but we um not more than seven times yeah (laughs) it was a lot of fun (laughs) and he said that he he mailed me one so that's cool cool. yeah i had a uh I, I went to Vegas for my, uh, for my stag and, uh, nice. and uh, started a tradition amongst all the boys of wearing a skin tight red Mountie outfit, you know, the sash or whatever it's called. You got the, 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 the hat and the gum boots and all that. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, look like a straight up Canadian Mountie. Right. And uh, dude, it was, I mean, that alone was just crazy, but I got like you, I got into a streak of playing on a blackjack table with people that actually understood the rules and like you're yeah, hitting right. on the right ones. You're not hitting on the right ones. You're, you're doubling down, you're splitting and shit. Right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I got to the point I was so fucking drunk too, but I got to the point where I was betting like a hundred bucks a hand. And like, for me, I, I, I can't afford that, but I was, right. I was like hundred bucks. If I, and, and it was like, if I had to double down, I did. Yeah. Crazy, man. Vegas is, Vegas is it's a scary city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Easy to lose it all. Oh, yeah, man. Okay, so I hit you right before you shared that story. I hit you with a share a near-death story, like a, a time in your life where you're like, holy crap, I could have died there. Oh, man. Lots. I mean, um, well, just the other day, we were 
we almost hit a moose on the highway. We were driving and uh, had to slam on the brakes, and he was in front of us. He was big. And, They're uh, huge, man. This one was particularly large. and yeah. Like big as a but, car. Yeah, and I, I have a big truck. Like it's got a four inch lift, and it's it's a big truck to begin with. And uh, and yeah, this guy was like towering over my truck. It was intense. But yeah, we didn't hit him. We we just got by, and uh, it was yeah, scary. Yeah, dude, those could be dicey moments, man. You don't want to be hitting a moose, especially yeah. at the, high speeds. The strange thing about that was that hours before that we hit black ice and and fishtailed really bad you know going 110 on the highway and uh so that was scary and kind of rare you know that you, you hit black ice sometimes but not that often and then i've driven a lot in winter at nighttime in canada and like two you know, and stuff yeah totally and you'll you'll see a moose but we saw four moose on the side of the highway that night at, in different intervals. It was nuts. It was eerie, you know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Be dicey moments. Yeah. Hey, so this, is, this is a question yeah. that it, it's almost impossible for you to answer, but I want to see your goals. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, man. Yeah, that is a tough one. You know, I'd like to be what I'd like to plan where I'd like to plan to be is, you know, just playing theaters and like rooms like the Commodore, you know, across the country and, and uh, selling them out, you know, people coming to see me and maybe three albums deep by then. Yep. And, you know, constant build from here to there, hopefully. Yeah. And you're constantly writing music, right? If yeah. I know you at all, I know yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, and I've been writing with other people quite a bit here and just uh just for fun. And and I'm working on another record, so that's kind of the plan right now. Right on. So what what's the rest of 2022 looking like for you then? We got it all mapped out? Yeah, more or less. Um, you know, we're going out with this um with this song, uh the Jason McCoy thing. Yeah, and then um, going in the studio, working on a record, and we'll start putting it out later in the summer. That's cool. So how how many? Because you you sent me that song you did with Jason, uh, "Temple of the Dog," uh, "Hunger Strike." Yeah, it was awesome. How Thanks. many? How many songs did you uh, work in studio with with Jason on? Just one. Yeah, well, just, just the one. A, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, he flew in. Uh, I think on friday and just took him to his hotel room and then saturday morning we went in and did it all and sunday he flew home oh that's cool i met jason uh once when i was doing uh the afternoon show at the country station in prince george oh that's cool in like yeah, late, he, the late 90s super nice guy man yeah he's an yeah. awesome person. he's a good dude he's a he, good good he, guy he is yeah for sure uh, all right, Kyle, I'm going to wrap this up here. So which which social media platform are you the most active? Like, where should I be sending my followers to to check you out? I think, well, I'm on all of them, but probably I do Instagram the most, but Facebook is probably my, um, you know, where my audience is for the mm -hmm. most part. You okay. Know? Okay. Yeah. Platform, my stuff. Yeah. Awesome, Kyle. Well, thanks again for jumping on. It's good to see you. Happy New Year. 
Yeah, man, you too, for sure. And, Thanks uh, for Yeah, of course, man. We'll push the shit out of this for you. And uh, I guess we'll see you online. Yeah, sounds good. The Toddcast Podcast on ToddHancock.ca. Attention, fans of fairy tales that are magical, hilarious, and grim. The award-winning Pinna original podcast, Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, has new episodes out now. While you've probably heard of the Brothers Grimm, you've never heard these tales told in quite this way. I'm Adam Gidwitz, best-selling and Newbery Honor author of Books for Children, and in Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, I share the real, weird, grim fairy tales with real, weird, hilarious kids. In each episode, you not only get to hear a story, but you also get to enjoy this group guessing what'll happen next, cracking jokes, and sharing their own perspectives on the tales. Also, heckling me. They love to heckle me. The episodes are rated on a scale from grim to grimmer to grimmest, so there's always a great variety of tales to explore with your family. You can listen to Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest now wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow the show so you don't miss new episodes.